beginning of the World Series and be physically and mentally relaxed. For me, discipline, liberation, means acknowledging my demons, banishing them to the corner, seeing my past and excising the old patterns and baggage to make room for stillness. It is within stillness that I will hear the small voice and know where it is leading me. Call that voice what you will, but it has always been there, although during my second act, and in much of my first for that matter, it was too risky for me to hear it. It is taking discipline to liberate myself into a quieter third act, discipline in order to live with the awareness of my death. I don't want to die without knowing who I am. Remember those toys where you drop in some hard, dry kernel thing into a glass of water and it would expand into an underwater landscape of mystery and color? Well, for me, to be disciplined and to live with the awareness of death means taking every minute and dropping it into a glass of water and having it swell into something fuller, more complete. To understand why I decided to prepare this way for my third act, I have to take you back a few years to my forties. My father was dying. I would sit by his bedside in silence for long periods of time, hoping that he would talk to me, say something about what he was thinking and feeling as he was being rocked away from us to that eternal place. He never did. If he couldn't come to me, I would go to him. I would focus on his face and try to put myself inside his body, become him. I remember feeling so profoundly sad for him, not that he was dying, but that he had never really been able to get close to me or to my brother, Peter. I felt sure he must regret that. I would if I were him. This experience taught me that I was not afraid of dying. What I am terrified of, however, is getting to that place right at the edge of life when there's no time left, being filled with regrets and having no time to set things right. Of course, we always have regrets, things we've done that we wish we could take back or erase. I have significant ones that will haunt me forever, which I hope I have been brave enough to confront in this book. But it's what you didn't do that you know you should have done, rather than what you did do that you shouldn't have done. That's the worst. The if-onlys and, and what-ifs. Why didn't I tell her how much I love her? If only I'd been brave enough to address that old fear of mine. I began thinking a great deal about these things in my late fifties. I had begun to go through deep inner changes, changes that I didn't fully understand until I began writing this book. I realized then that to avoid regrets, I would have to start while I was still healthy and strong to name what those might be and to do something about them. I needed to live consciously, and I knew it would mean facing things that frightened me, like intimacy. All this washed over me on my 59th birthday in 1996. It was now or never, fish or cut bait. In a year, I would be 60. One friend of mine said she slept through her 60th, and another said he went into hiding. Now, don't get me wrong, I hate getting old. It's a vanity and joints thing. But I knew that I would have to do what I usually do when I'm scared of something. Sidle up to it, get to know it, and make it my friend. I have made the truism, know thine enemy, 
work for me many times over the years. For instance, when I was in my 40s, knowing that I was approaching menopause and the inevitable changes that would bring, I spent two years researching and writing a book with my friend Mignon McCarthy called Women Coming of Age, about how women can prepare for menopause and the aging process. When the changes did begin, much later than I had anticipated, I was prepared. I knew what was negotiable and what wasn't. With all this in mind, I decided to fully embrace my upcoming 60th birthday by exploring what my life had been about up until then. Doing this changed me in ways I would never have foreseen. Coming to see my various individual struggles within a broader societal context enabled me to understand that much of my journey was a universal one for women, played out in different ways and with different outcomes, perhaps, but with common core experiences. This is what liberated me.